calls from the dead. Lord, we thank you for Calvary. We thank you, oh God, for dying on the cross for us. Lord, you have given us this privilege to stand before your congregation, to stand before people of this world and declare that you are alive in our lives. Lord, we thank you for the privilege you have given to us to be able to declare that, Lord, you are alive forevermore. And because you live, we have also the assurance of living again and again. We worship you. We glorify your holy name. Lord, as we commemorate this day, help us, O oh God, to be thankful unto you, to count the blessings throughout the year. Lord, you have been faithful unto us. You've given us the gift of life. You've given us health and everything that we need. And Lord, we worship you this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give a cup of offering unto the Lord. Amen. You may get seated. Thank you, praise team, for leading us this wonderful time to be in God's presence. May God bless you for the new songs that we can sing during this uh, Resurrection Sunday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm trying to be very careful to use the words uh, Resurrection Sunday. Today is a Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Um, I know we are used to Easter, but actually it is the Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Amen. Uh, at this moment, I want you to just rise up and wish one or two people his reason. At the first church, they used to say, his reason, indeed, his reason. So you say, you tell him or her, his reason, and he responds back, indeed, his reason. Amen. Don't tell him or her, happy Easter. Okay, will you stand and move around and wish somebody his reason? Indeed, his reason. His reason, indeed, his reason. His reason, indeed, his reason. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 You may go back to your seats now so that we continue with our, our worship this morning. I'm happy to see all of you. I'm happy to see your happy faces in God's presence. Amen, amen, amen. You may get seated. You may get seated. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. You may get seated. I greet all of you in the name of Jesus. Um, maybe among us there are people who have come for the very first time. We love visitors. If you're visiting us for the very first time, can you show up your hand like this? If this is your first time, wow, 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 at the back. Will you please stand where you are? We want to greet you. We want to welcome you in the name of the Lord. And members of City Harvest, 
welcome her in the name of the Lord. Amen. I shall have given you a slip of paper. Just write your name and all the details required. You may get seated. Uh, during the offering time, you can bring that slip of paper in one of the offering baskets that we put forward here. Uh, but we believe this will not be your last time. It will be the first of the many times that you will continue uh, to come and worship with us. Uh, after the service, see Pastor Minja, the pastor on duty. Yeah, he's there with a blue tie. Amen. He looks smart. Yeah. Amen. If you are married, you have to be smart. Amen. Amen. For young people who are not married, if you want to become smart, be married. Yeah. Amen. Look at Paul. Look at Amrad. Hallelujah. They all look smart. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, at this moment, I just want us to go straight to the word of God. To the book of John, chapter 20. I have many things to share uh, about the uh, risen Lord. About the resurrection day. But only for today, I'll use Easter. Only for today, I'll use Easter. Uh, but actually, there is nothing like Easter. <laughs> uh, it's only, um, okay, in the Bible, in the book of uh, Acts chapter 12, uh, verse 3, in King James, they've used Easter. But nowhere in the Bible you'll find, uh, if you have NIV, anybody with NIV? Okay, can you read? And somebody with, uh, with uh, King James? Anybody with King James? King James Version? Amen. Ah, okay. Gabriel? Okay, will you open? Ah, okay, let's start with NIV. NIV. Uh, who, who had the NIV? Can we have a mic? Start reading from verses 1, chapter 12. Three. NIV. Somebody with NIV. I'll show you the difference. Okay, uh, we have Wilbur there, and then uh, Gabriel. Twelve, chapter twelve of the book of Acts. What does it say? Chapter one. Uh, chapter. Uh, okay, chapter twelve, verses one to three. Let me to get the, the, the full picture. Uh -huh, read. I always start with a quiz. Uh -huh. The book of Acts chapter 12, uh -huh. verses 1 to 3. Uh -huh. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belong, belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. Uh -huh. He had James, the brother of John, but to put to death with the sword. When he saw that this met with approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. Okay, King James? This is one, two, three. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain 
of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. Verse number four. And when he had... No, is it King James? Yes. Or maybe New King James? It's KGV. Okay. But anyway, it says Easter. It's, it mentions Easter in King James. In okay. verse number four, they mention Easter. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, verse four. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth okay. to the people. Okay, okay, thank you. But all what I want to say is uh, Easter is another celebration altogether. It's, it does not... It does not. Now, we, we have inherited many things from the Roman Catholics, and uh, we, we tend to take for granted, like uh, it is Easter. But actually, unleavened bread, this celebration, and Easter, the day of the resurrection of the Lord, they are two different things. And uh, we really need, as, uh, as Christians, uh, do your own Bible study, and, uh, and uh, it will help you really to differentiate the two things, because... Uh, if I speak about Easter, it's better I understand what we mean. But uh, today is the first day of the week, and uh, it is Sunday. And from the time of the apostles, they decided, like, Sunday will be a day. It's not Sabbath. It's a day for us to come together and worship. This will be another, another study altogether. But this morning, I want us to uh, turn our Bibles to the book of John, chapter 20. Verses 1 to 18, it's a long passage, but I think it's very important that we understand, uh, 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 we, uh, we understand uh, about three things which I want us to ponder this morning, uh, three Easter questions. I, I, I said today I'll use, I'll use that, but when I speak about Easter, it's the resurrection day. I mean the resurrection day. I don't mean the Easter, what it means by Easter. But by Easter, I mean the resurrection day. That is the first day of the week. Um, John chapter 20, verses 1 to 18. Uh, we'll, well, we'll be pondering three questions, three Easter questions, which we must answer, which you must answer. John chapter 20, verses 1, the Bible says, early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple started to, for the tomb. Both were running but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter, who was behind him, arrived and went into the tomb, and he saw the stripes of linen lying there, as well as the burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head. The, uh, the cloth was folded up by itself, separate from the linen. 
Finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciple went back to their homes, verse 10, 11, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over. Now starting from verse 10, now listen to those questions. As she went, as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he, asked, he said, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned around him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold me, hold on to me, for I have not returned to the father. Go instead to the brothers and tell them, I am returning to my father and your father and to my God and your God. Mary went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we are so thankful for this good morning. We thank you for the many blessings that you always bestow upon us. Lord, on this resurrection day, Lord, there are questions before us which we really need to answer them. And Lord, help us, oh God, deep in our hearts to understand the message and help us to respond accordingly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This morning, I would like to ponder on the questions or on issues raised to Mary Magdalene. Uh, first of all, I would like to differentiate which Mary we are referring to. Uh, let me ask you, even though we are, uh, you know, when you are preaching, uh, you are not, I mean, we are supposed, you, you, are, you are supposed to listen to one person. But for the sake of this uh, sharing today, I want to ask you, in the Bible, how many Marys are there? How many Marys you know with the name of Mary? There are, there are some different persons with the same name, Mary. How many you know? How many? You can try. I need a mic. Okay. Maybe another mic on this side. Yeah. Another one this side. Okay. How many Marys you know? I need the number. Praise God. 
Already the Lord is praised. Three. How many Mary? Three. Three. Wrong. Wrong. Another one. How many Marys? How many people? How many women with the name of Mary in the Bible? Okay. I think uh, six. Yeah, he got it right. There are six. Amen. Come for him. Amen. <laughs> You'll be surprised. Yeah, there are six Marys in the Bible. Uh, I'll tell you. We've married the mother of Jesus. I think we all know. Any dispute? No. Secondly, there is Mary of Bethany, the sister to Martha. You remember? Jesus visited this home and uh, Lazarus was raised. His sister was Mary. Now, this Mary and Mary, the mother of Jesus, they are two different people. Okay? The third one is Mary, the mother of James. Or the wife of Cleopas. If you read in the other accounts of the resurrection day, some of the Marys who went to the tomb, one of them was Mary, the mother of Cleopas. Okay? The fourth one, Mary, the mother of John Mark. You remember in, uh, in, in, uh, in um, the book of Acts chapter 4, um, in the book of Acts chapter 4, uh, it was, no, no, chapter 12. When Peter was released from prison, where did he go? He went to the house of Mary, the mother of John Mark. Amen. So this is another Mary altogether. Number five, Mary Magdalene, uh, from whom seven demons uh, were, 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 were removed. Uh, five, uh, okay, seven, seven, seven demons. And there is another Mary who anointed Jesus. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> there is another Mary in the book of uh, Romans chapter 16. The one who anointed Jesus, her name is not mentioned in the Bible. It's not Mary. So don't confuse Mary Magdalene and the one who anointed. Normally we confuse the two, but it's not Mary. But there is another in the, Roman, in the book of Romans chapter 16, verse 6. Paul is saying, greet Mary, uh, greet Mary who labored much for us. So, and she was in Rome, so that means she was a different Mary than those we know uh, in, in the Gospels. Amen. So there are six Marys, praise the Lord. And because of that, um, Brother Mwesiga, there, um, there is a gift for you after, after this service. So please see me after the service. 10,000 you're going to get this morning. Amen. We need to be Bible scholars. Praise the Lord. Now, let me give you the background of this Mary Magdalene. Uh, she was, uh, when we speak about uh, the death and the resurrection of the Lord, Mary was the most affected one. Uh, most affected, um, what do I mean? You know, she, uh, the Bible, as I said, seven demons had come out of her. She, 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 was, uh, she was a woman uh, who lost, uh, who was lost and found by God. She was in a very desperate, very bad shape. And now she has come to the Lord. 
Uh, she was delivered of seven evil spirits. And because of that, she loved her master so much. And she was willing to spend anything for Jesus. Um, Mary Magdalene was a faithful friend and disciple of Jesus Christ. You remember, she was the last person to be at the cross, Calvary, and she was the first person, not just a woman, but first person at the tomb to be able to, to, to announce the resurrection of the Lord. God had many other vessels. He would have used Peter and many uh, other prominent people in the Bible we know. But God chose Mary Magdalene. And because of that, really this morning, there is something that we need to learn uh, as we answer the three questions which were asked to Mary Magdalene on this resurrection day. Amen. The name Mary means wise woman or wise lady. And the variation of that name in Hebrew, uh, Mary means Miriam or Mariam. So Mariam, Mary, Miriam is the same. Uh, in Hebrew, it's Mariam or Miriam. And it means wise woman or wise lady. Amen. She came from this Mary Magdalene. Uh, Magdalene is not half her surname, no. Uh, she came from a town known as Magdala. Magdala. On the western side of the Sea of Galilee. And uh, that's why she was known as uh, Mary Magdalene. Mary from Magdala. Magdala. <laughs> Amen. The western side of the Sea of Galilee. And uh, she ministered Jesus. If you read in Luke chapter 8, verses 1 to 4, some of the women who ministered to Jesus uh, with her wealth, uh, with their wealth, one of them was uh, Mary uh, Magdalene. And it is believed that uh, in the Bible, men followed Jesus under the leadership of Peter. Uh, but when it comes to women, uh, they followed, they were under the leadership of Mary Magdalene. She was always present, always present. Uh, she was present at the crucifixion and uh, she was, uh, she led, you know, a band or a group of women who went to the graveyard on that Sunday morning, on the resurrection day. And Mary Magdalene is mentioned in all the four Gospels. Uh, you'll find, you know, there are some instances where names of people are not mentioned, but Mary Magdalene is mentioned in all the four, uh, the four Gospels. So somebody who was really touched by the death, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, was Mary Magdalene. And by this time, before Sunday morning, before that resurrection day, she was a desperate, discouraged, disheartened, troubled, perplexed woman. And uh, she was earnestly, you know, searching and weeping. And uh, because of that, uh, nowhere in the Bible mentioned, okay, it's mentioned about angels, uh, like they were able to see angels, but Magdalene, Mary Magdalene particularly is the one who saw, uh, who had great visions of angels and uh, she was the first one to see the resurrected Jesus and people. In the Bible, there are so many people 
who saw um, angels, and many times I've testified here, sometimes, you know, angels can come uh, in a form of human beings, uh, not necessarily in an awful, awesome uh, presence that you can see angels, but they're ministers, they're, 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 they're servants of God. And we find in the Bible the story about Hagar, Hagar, you remember? The concubine of, uh, okay, the wife of Abraham. Uh, she, she, the angel appeared to her in Genesis chapter 16. You can read at home. But also Jacob had a dream uh, of angels descending and ascending in a ladder into heaven and on earth in Genesis chapter 28. Elijah was supplied with a cake by an angel. Uh, Elisha was guarded by a great crowd of angels, armies of God. But these were angels. You remember his servant when he said, my Lord, what are, are we going to do? And then uh, Elisha prayed, open the eyes of my servant. Uh, and then when the eyes of the servant were opened, he was able to see mighty armies of God. And uh, there's so many stories of angels appearing to different people. And um, Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus herself, you remember, the angel appeared to her. And the name of that angel is given, Gabriel, uh, to bring the good news. And uh, not mentioning the, uh, the shepherds, you know, as they were taking care of the flock, the angel, uh, angels appeared to them. And uh, the, during Jesus, when he was in the wilderness, uh, when he was fasting 40 days and 40 nights, you remember, the angels, you know, appeared to him to, to strengthen him. Even when he was praying at, Calvary, at uh, Gethsemane, uh, the angels appeared to him and, uh, and encouraged him. And um, so angels are there, and it happened uh, on the resurrection day. It is specifically mentioned that two angels, she was able to see two angels, one seated on the head, another one on the feet uh, where Jesus was supposed to lay. And um, uh, I, I don't want really to, uh, to say anything. You may say, uh, but that, that is not really an angel. Even yesterday, I was, um, I was, I was in town, and uh, I was desperately looking for, for a ticket uh, for me to go to South Africa. And uh, the time was over when I went to that office. And... Uh, they had told me, because I delayed to pay, uh, there was an extra around $80, $80 to top up to my ticket. And because we are four, I was supposed to pay $300 plus. And somehow in the morning, we prayed with my wife, God, help us in this, because now the money we don't have, what are we going to do? And uh, when I went to that office, uh, to cut the story short, uh, it was closed at one, they told me the system will close at two, and uh, no, at three, at three. And so I went at around two, and uh, only to find that the office was closed at one, and I didn't know what to do. And uh, today is Sunday, tomorrow is, uh, uh, is, uh, is a public holiday, and nothing can happen. And uh, so as I was pondering and moving around, you know, that office, and then I saw one Hindi was seated uh, 
inside. Actually, he was walking. The doors were closed, but he was walking. And then I decided to knock. And I entered only to discover he's the boss of that office, travel agent. And uh, yes, he told me, the, the, what is your problem? The offices are closed. And to cut the story short, when I talked to him, he was able to help me to get the ticket at the price which I originally had booked almost two weeks ago. And that was a miracle because I tried many people, including Mariam here, including you know, some other people with experience. They told me, really, it is not possible. And I knew, and he said, I usually stay, and somehow I, I decided to just to be around. And uh, here I am. And uh, uh, he, he was able to communicate, he called to the airport office, da, 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 da. And then I was able to get uh, my tickets, the four tickets at the price which was originally booked, which was not possible. Now, I'm not saying that God is not able uh, to provide, to make a miracle. You know, God is also able. You know, sometimes you may cry, but, but you know, I wanted this and then something is, you know, God is able. He can even provide uh, the differences, uh, the difference dollars, whatever you need. But uh, God was faithful and uh, I was able to get uh, my ticket at my original price. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So you can be um, very particular, very mean, you can say, like me, but God is faithful with, uh, with our conditions the way we are, and uh, God can provide. Amen. Now, this morning, I want us to, after giving the background of Mary and what she was able to see, um, I want us to, uh, to, to concentrate on these three questions. I don't want to really go um, uh, outside of my topic. Uh, I want us to, re, uh, to, to just go through these uh, um, uh, three questions. The first questions, question that was asked by the angel and Jesus himself as Mary was venturing to look inside the dark tomb, the Bible says she was able to see a couple of angels, two angels who asked her, woman what are you crying? Uh, why? Why are you crying? The angels would have asked, maybe they asked her out of curiosity. They probably thought maybe this earth creature should know that Jesus is alive. So why was she crying? Maybe they thought, maybe she knew that Jesus is alive. So why are you crying? And Jesus asked the same question uh, from the verses that you've just read. Um, as uh, uh, he was able to see uh, Mary uh, because he loved her and his heart was moved by her tears. Uh, he asked her, why are you crying? Now, it, it, being God, I mean, Jesus being God, does not mean that he did not know the answer. He knew the answer, but he wanted her to say it. And many times in the Bible, you'll find Jesus asking, remember the the blind Bartimaeus, you remember? Uh, what do you want me to do for you? He asked him, what do you want, what do you want uh, me to do for you? And uh, uh, you would have said, I mean, what, 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 what kind of a question is that? Uh, because you know he's blind and he wants to see. Uh, but he asked Bartimaeus, 
what do you want me to do for you? And he said, I want to see. And uh, we find what happened later, that he was healed and he got his sight. There was one time when Jesus uh, also visited some people at a pool. You remember Sloam? He asked, uh, and he asked that guy who had been there, bedridden for 40 years. Uh, he, he just asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Uh, and he said, I've no one. Instead of answering the question, he said, I've no one. Uh, whenever the, the, the angels, you know, they troubled the waters, uh, you remember, whoever came first was healed. But because I'm unable, I've been in this situation for all these years. And whenever I try, somebody comes in before me and I am not healed. I am in this situation because of my predicament, because of paralysis. But Jesus said, uh, just take up your mat, go, and you're healed. Praise the Lord. And many times uh, on this, I can say Easter Sunday, uh, this question is being asked to us, uh, all of us here, why are you crying? Why? Why are you in such a trouble? If you know God, if you know the power of God in your life, if you know what God is able to do in your life, why are you crying? In the book of Matthew, chapter 6, when, before Jesus taught his disciples about prayer, in verse 8, verse six, uh, chapter 6 of verse 8, this is what he said. Um, when you pray, don't be like, you know, those people, uh, like, you know, the Pharisees, uh, with many words, and he added this thing. He said, for your father knows what you need. Now, our God knows our needs. Even this morning, he knows your need. He knows what you're desperate for. Uh, he knows uh, what you want him to do in your life. But he wants you to communicate. Amen. He wants you to say it. And it's very important, like... You need to have that communication intact with God. Your relationship with God is very, very, very important. This morning, if I may ask, uh, what are you going through right now? That is causing you pain and sorrow. Mary isn't the only one who had stood in, uh, stood in a cemetery in that tomb with bettering tears. You may still uh, be stinging from, you know, the death of a loved one. Uh, you're crying because of, you know, somebody you loved is no longer with you. You are hurting because of maybe the, 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 the diagnosis which the doctors have given unto you. The problems that you have. You're filled with tears because of the problem, uh, problems with your children. And the endless is... You know, and uh, you know, the, the, you know, it can the list can go on and on because of the things that you're going through, even right now. But let me tell you, and let me assure you, Jesus sees your pain, and He cares about your pain. Uh, and uh, the Bible speaks about priests uh, that He is our High Priest, and He is touched by the feelings 
and the weaknesses that we may be having. So this morning, as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord, let us really come to him and we'll get time really to bring our needs, to bring uh, the things which hurt us most, bring them to the altar, uh, the altar of God and God is here, Jesus is here and he's asking, what are you crying for? What, what is that problem? And he wants you to communicate to him. Amen. Secondly, there is that Easter seeking. Mm, who? Mm, what are you looking for? This is what um, Jesus asked. The next question that Jesus asked was, who are you looking for? Um, I know that it should be, uh, it should be whom. Uh, okay, whom are you looking for? When Jesus asked Mary that question, her answer showed um, the deep love she had for Jesus and still did not recognize. You remember I said, she said, Sir, if you are the one who have taken, tell me and I'll go and fetch him. Now, okay, in other, okay, in other gospels, there were more than one, but in this particular uh, uh, particular. Uh, uh, verses that we read in John chapter 12, uh, it shows she was alone. Now she's saying, uh, if you are the one, tell me where, and I'll go and get him. Now, I tell you, uh, it is not easy, really, for a dead person, for a woman like her, to be able to, to, uh, to do what she intended to do. It is not easy. But because of her love, because she loved Jesus, because she, 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 she really, you know, she, she, she was carried, uh, she was carried by that love. And, and that is love. It shows, you know, how much um, Mary, you know, loved, loved, loved Jesus. And uh, that brings us to that point. Like uh, Jesus said, Miriam, in Aramaic, said, Miriam. And when she said, Miriam. Uh, she was able to recognize that it is Jesus she was looking for. And she had found him. You know, Jesus knows your name. Amen? He knows your name. Uh, he knows even the number of hair in your, uh, on your head. This is what the Bible says. Um, the Bible says, you know, he has written your name in the palm of his hands. Every human being, even though we are, I don't know how many, six billion plus, everyone is unique. Every one of you, you is unique. You know, when we were in China some years back, um, and we were a group of, um, uh, okay, professionals, we went to choose some materials, and we were, I think, more than 10. And I was surprised. You know, the Chinese said, so you are Dondo, and this is, we cannot differentiate. You look all the same. <laughs> when we look to uh, a Chinese, you know, we, uh, we see all of them, they look the same. But when they look at us, they say, you look all the same. So who is Dondo? Now, let me tell you, even though we may look uh, like Chinese to the, uh, to the Chinese or uh, African to the Chinese, but let me tell you, you are unique. Amen. And that's why even the 
uh, the, the, these, the palm of your hand, I mean, the, the, the marks here, you know, they differ. Even the marks along your, the doctors, they can tell us. I mean, if you, if you put a signature somewhere with your thumb, uh, it is different. Uh, they differ. Nowadays, we have phones, which some, they, some people, they use your face. Some people, they use, you know, the thumb of your, of your finger. We differ, and they can recognize. The electronics can differentiate between one person to another. But all what I want to point to you is that you are special. Amen. On this Easter Sunday, let me tell you, God is telling us this morning that Jesus knows your name. He knows uh, what you're going through, and he knows everything about you. And you can easily imagine him calling your name. You know, there are some names um, uh, we call each other. Maybe if you have lived with somebody, with your wife or your husband, um, I remember my dad, uh, he, he used to call me not Yared. My name is Yared. There was another name. So if I hear that name, I know it is dad. Even if um, I don't see him, I know it is dad. And um, the way the communication between Jesus and Mary, the way it was, when he said Mary, then she was able to recognize Jesus. Amen. What is the goal of your life? Everybody is looking for someone or something. You know, you may have your goals, you may have your things that you want uh, God to do. You're searching for truth or purpose, you know, for something secret uh, that will make your life better. But let me tell you, God knows the end from the beginning. Uh, it's better if this morning on this uh, Easter or in this Sunday, Resurrection Sunday day, it's better if you really uh, have that assurance that God knows me. He knows uh, the, the challenges which I have uh, in my life, uh, the, the things that I'm going through even right now. And uh, on this day, I'd like to invite you to come to Jesus and, um, and just tell him and be open to him of the things that you're going through so that he can minister unto you. But thirdly, there is what we call Easter surrender. Uh, when, when Jesus called her Mary and she knew it is Jesus, what did she do? She fell before Jesus. Uh, he, Jesus' identity uh, could no longer be concealed. She fell. Uh, he, uh, when he saw the love of Mary, professed, he simply spoke her name, Mary, in Aramaic. Uh, just as I say, they're saying Miriam. And when she heard her name spoken by Jesus, Mary realized that it was the Lord. And her despair, you know, turned to delight. And she could utter one word only, Rabboni, my teacher, uh, my master. And uh, she, you know, she fell at his feet and, became, uh, and began, you know, to worship Jesus. And that's why Jesus said, don't hold me unto me um, because, you know, I'm not yet, I have not yet, you know, gone to my father who is your father. But he, he gave Mary something to do. 
and he said, I have something for you. He said, go and tell my disciples that I have risen. Amen. This morning, I don't know. If you recognize Jesus uh, on this Easter Sunday, on this resurrection day, I don't know how many of us will really fall before Jesus as our living God, uh, worshiping him, uh, giving him all the glory, leaving everything behind. You know, many things, like now I know, many of us will be thinking, like, after service, made the pastor, let him finish, uh, so that we can go and enjoy the pilau, so that we can go and enjoy the drinks that have been prepared, so that I can show off uh, the cloth that I prepared uh, for this Easter season. Let me tell you, we really need to come back to God, fall before him, fall before Jesus on this resurrection day and declare that he is the Lord. And if you know Jesus, if you know that he is Jesus, he is the God, uh, he is the only God, God of gods, uh, the only Lord of lords, I tell you, you will not keep quiet. And this is what Jesus told um, Mary Magdalene, go and tell. Don't just keep quiet. Don't just cling here. Don't just build um, a, a, a heart for us to be able to enjoy. Remember when, um, when Jesus was appeared by Elijah and Moses on that mountain, what did Peter and uh, John uh, and his friend, what did they say? No, let us, build, uh, let us build hearts here so that we may remain here. Let me tell you, when we think about Resurrection Day, uh, it is our responsibility to tell other people, to go and tell other people uh, that Jesus is the Lord. Jesus is the answer. He can do it. When you keep quiet, actually you're not doing favor. You're not doing anything that God wants you to do. But on this resurrection day, go and tell uh, the people that I am alive. Uh, I'm still living. I can do it. I can help you. I can heal uh, those who are brokenhearted. I can uh, do wonders. I can do miracles even today. Are you ready to answer those questions? Amen. Let us stand. Maybe just one person, yeah, uh, play the, uh, the keyboard. But I want you to just close your eyes. I mentioned about those things, the three things. Maybe there is an area which you really need on this Sunday morning, resurrection uh, Sunday, and you want really to make things right with him. God knows you. He knows what you're going through even right now, and he wants to minister unto you. And many times, as I said, whenever he met people with different needs, you know, he asked them so that you may communicate those needs to him. And I want to tell you, Jesus is alive today and he's here this morning and he wants to touch you. And uh, if you have any need, please come forward here uh, and we shall pray together so that the Lord may be able to minister to your need. He knows your name. He knows what you're going through. He knows your challenges. You may not have the answers now but Jesus is here this morning and he wants to minister unto you. So, as uh, he leads in um, just one person, yeah, in a song, start coming. 
whether it's one person or two, just come and let us surrender our lives unto him. And sometimes you want just to worship him. The Lord, I have, I have thought maybe there are other things which are more important than you. But from today onwards, I want to make you the first priority in my life. Just come here. I know some people are struggling with time. Many things. So many things. And Jesus has no time. But this morning, God is saying, you know, I am the resurrection and life. I am the sustainer of your life. Just come and uh, we shall pray together. And may God minister unto us. He calls me his own. Yes, Lord. He'll never leave me. No matter where I go. Yes, Lord. He knows my name. Just raise up your hands and start talking to him surrendering your life unto him and you at the back just stretch out your hands as we pray for our loved ones here so that God may intervene and do something in their lives Father we come before you this morning Lord you know us you know what we are going through in lives Lord you know our fears you know our questions you know, oh God, what we're going through even right now. Some of these people are sick. Some of these people, oh God, they want reconciliation. They want to come back to you. Master, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, intervene. Intervene, oh God, for you know them. Master, touch their lives. Touch them, oh God. Minister unto them in the name of Jesus. Lord, as they communicate, oh God, the needs, the things that they're going through even right now. Master, I pray, since you know them, because you know them, oh God, I pray that open windows of heaven, oh God, do something, do a miracle. Minister unto them, transform them, change them. Make them, oh God, to be heralds of your love to many people. Master, do it, O oh God. Do it, O oh God. Do it, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, change them, O oh God. Transform them, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, you have no chance. You have no authority in the name of Jesus. Do it, O oh God. 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 Do that miracle, O oh God. As you did to Mary Magdalene. As you transformed her. As you changed her. To be the person who will herald the good news of your resurrection. Lord, help us to go forth victoriously. To go forth confidently. To go forth without fearing anybody. Because Oh God, you are our God. We need you. We need you. We need you in Jesus' name. We need you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
and we receive that miracle in Jesus name. Amen. Give a cup offering unto the Lord. Amen. You may get seated.